Happy Friday, everybody, and thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast on our 14th birthday. That's right. The first Be Our Guest podcast episode came out on March 18th, 2008. So thanks for sticking with us all this time. Today, Ricky and Pam are joining me, and we talk about the pros and cons of the three Walt Disney World resort categories. So the values, the moderates, and the resorts. What does each one of those categories do better than the other ones, and what is lacking in each of those categories? You might be surprised. The values beat the deluxes in some of these categories. So stand by for that. Don't forget, today's show is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Just drop by themagicforless.com today. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's one extra click, and it really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, thank you to our patrons who support us each and every month. We could not do this show without you. And our patrons get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to support us, come on over to Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast ready to take a trip to the world you found the be our guest walt disney world trip planning podcast this is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage Welcome to episode 2056 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman, for BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you and happy birthday to the Be Our Guest Podcast. That's right. Episode one of the Be Our Guest Podcast is actually episode zero, the first kind of introductory episode of our show came out on March 18th. 2008 so we are 14 years old today getting there in our teen years we have a little angst right now we're in those angsty years but we are here and thank you for allowing us to keep going all this time doing these shows we could not do this without you and i got to tell you i absolutely love recording this podcast it's my favorite time of the week and then once the shows go out into the world, into the universe, I love seeing the feedback and having the conversations and I love the friends. And honestly, I consider family that I've met because of this show. So thank you for everything you've done over the past 14 years. And we're going to keep chugging right along into our 15th year of podcasting with my family here, the dream team, I call them. So joining us from the mouseforless.com, we have Ricky. Ricky, happy 14 years. Holy cow. We're I old. cannot believe we've been doing this for 14 nuts. years. <laughs> I, I mean, that it floors me that we've been doing this for that long. Um, but I am so proud to say that we've been doing this that long, too, because, you know, it is not an easy feat to get to 14, uh, you know, years of episodes. And uh, so I'm I am so proud of what we have been able to do. You know, it's it's amazing that we've managed to get here. Uh, so yeah, uh, happy 14th. Woo. <laughs> I love it. It's crazy. It's nuts. I mean, you know, the podcast started when I was, you know, I always use my daughter because I did, 
I had to get everybody jokes, but like I, I started the podcast when Mallory was two months old because I had to get downstairs and get a little quiet time a couple times a week, right down to the basement. So I started a podcast. Yeah, she starts high school. She has high school cheerleading tryouts next week. So so crazy. Man. Tell me about it. Life yeah. is like Ferris Bueller says, man, life moves quickly. Got it. It does. It does. Got to check it, it out. All right. Also joining us, we have the co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel, Pam Forrester. Pam, happy 14 years of podcasting. Happy 14th. So the big question is, so you know when you, you're planning a party at work, right? And everyone like writes down, here's the dish I'm going to bring to the party, right? Here's what I'm going to bring. Uh, by the way, so hey, Mike, well, so when, I, when I taught, it was always napkins because Rawlman couldn't well, screw that's up That's what napkins. I was going to say. <laughs> since you're the guy, since you're the guy in our, in yeah, our yeah. group of three here, are you bringing napkins, yeah. cups, Plates. or soda? Yeah. That's yeah, true. So, yeah, yeah. These yeah. are the things. things. <laughs> yeah. yep. Always. Anyways, it's so funny i know and now truly we are in the senior citizens of podcasting we are right at this many years i how many podcasts are there out there i mean someone's got to be taking keeping track of stuff like this when we first started doing this i literally had to explain to people what a podcast was they didn't even know and i'd be like well it's kind of like you know what you listen to on the radio but on the internet you know And, and like they were like Huh? So, and now like I'm watching television shows and they're like, yeah, you know, go on our podcast. I'm like, what just happened here? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. I know. So it's good. I mean, we're, I think we're all proud of not only the work we get to do here, but the relationships that we've made because of the podcast, it's really a very cool thing. And I think at the end of the day, we always try to put something good out there into the world with the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that I love it. You know, I said this on the Monday show or the Wednesday show that that's, I love when people write to us and say, I love your podcast because it's positive. And I think that that's really complimentary to us. So I'll take it. I do not think of, positive as being a bad thing. No, right? never, never. I, I, 100% because there's so much negative in the world that it's good to put out yes. some positive to kind of counteract that because, you know, every once in a while, that'll be like one of our, if somebody has, you know, negative negative review. Fe- negative review of us, you're too positive. You're not hard on Disney. And the thing is, I understand things are not perfect. Disney does a lot of stuff that I don't agree with, but there's a lot of podcasts that pound that into the ground. Do we need to be the 17th yeah. show this week to talk about that? You know, wow. you can get that elsewhere where, you know, we just, we probably won't, you know, have to spend an hour talking about that because I just, I just think this is a nice escape. We could talk about some of the good stuff and just move on. You know, I mean, not everything's perfect. Get me, don't get me wrong. But I, I mean, always, Mike, Mike's sad about ESPN club closing. <laughs> I am, but hey, but I, but positively enough, I gave them an, a good alternative. So you next did. week when the Odyssey is, you know, has a big DraftKings like a uh, banner on the outside and it looks like Las Vegas. You're welcome. We know why. Exactly. Everybody will be hating on Mike, boy, but coming for me. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm going to unlist my uh, phone. Do you, do you even, that's again, that's how old we are, right? I just about said, I'm going to get an unlisted phone number. Who has that anymore? Nobody <laughs> has a phone. When we started this podcast, again, and if you've been around long enough, you know this. When we started this podcast and we did our first live call-in shows on Sunday nights, which used to be two hours, because I used to have more time in my life, apparently. Um, I used my home 
like landline. Like that yeah. was my home phone landline that I had to get this thing from the radio station that my dad worked at. It was called a, uh, I don't know it was called. It's still here. It's, it's at my feet. You had to plug your landline into the back of this thing. It took an analog phone line, turned it into a digital signal. And so whenever somebody would call in, I had to hit this button, these two buttons at the same time, and it would turn the analog signal into a, but then when the show was over, people would still be blowing up my home phone, like on Sunday nights to like, you know, 1130 at night. My wife's like, <laughs> People are still calling. I'm like, take the phone off the hook. <laughs> but I don't care. It was so take, awesome. I don't care. It was awesome. Take the phone off the hook. Right. right. That's so great. See, we we are old because oh we my god, old. we are the old. We are so bad. Anyway, so let's we get are to so OG at this point. <laughs> we are. So okay, let's let's jump into today's topic because we spent oh 30 minutes off topic um on Wednesday's show before we ever got into the listener questions. <laughs> so right. today you know, today I just wanted to kind of kick off the weekend. We like talking about the Walt Disney World resorts. And we do? I, I think we kind of tend to, right. to, to like that stuff. But I, I was thinking about this today as I was, as I was uh, you know, working in the office. And I was thinking about, you know, all there, there's three major Walt Disney World resort categories. You got the values, the moderates, and the deluxes. And sometimes, you know, you stay in each one, right? There's a lot of times where the moderate is my sweet spot. You know, I'll go to Coronado or Riverside or French Quarter or Caribbean Beach, whatever. You know, sometimes like I'm going down for the spring surprise weekend, book that super last minute just because I got FOMO when everybody was at Princess. I told myself I'm not going. I kept saying, I am just skipping Princess and spring surprise this year. I'm just waiting. You know, I need, I, I kept telling myself, I need a break. Like I'm going to do marathon. I always, I love dopey, but I need a break after that. I'm going to, I'm going to have a break. Then of course, everybody gets down there. Scott starts texting me his pictures and everybody's posting them in the lizard group. Everybody's doing Boom. After dinner on Friday night at the Mexican restaurant, I was checking pop century, booked it, got a bib for tower of terror, 10 miler, got my airline ticket. I was in. And so, you know, I don't need a deluxe hotel for that stay because it's just me. You know, I just need a place to stay and I like pop. So I got a value for that. But I mean, so what I want to talk about today and kind of spend some time and dive into this, there are things that all three categories of resorts do better and worse than the other categories. And I mean, you might not think that, oh, can a value do something better than a deluxe? Yeah, there are things that the values have over the deluxes. Of course, the deluxes are going to have a lot over the values because you're paying more. But I wanted to kind of dive into that. And I'll give an example to kind of kick us off. At the value resorts, for example, sometimes you can get your car pretty close to your room. Okay, so say you drive and you want to like, you drove in and you want to have everything kind of close. You can get a standard view room. It's say an all-star or a pop century, and you can almost park your car right up to your room and get your, you know, if you got to get coolers and stuff like that into your room, that's, that's a positive, you know, like if you're a beach club or yacht club or boardwalk, it, it, that's a challenge. Like you're going a long way to get your stuff to your room. You're, you're not going to have that exterior, facing door, which is a positive for a deluxe resort. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, certain people like to have quick access to their car. They can just jump out there, get in the car and, and go. I mean, so that is something that if that is something you're looking for, for a particular reason, a value resort is something you might look at. So let's kind of talk, Ricky, what else for like value resorts do they have that are kind of positives over the other categories? Because there's not going to be a lot of these things, but there are some things. There are definitely some things. And I think that one of the major things, and I know we kind of talked about this before we started recording, but this is really one that I uh, I take to heart, and it's 
the food courts are actually so much better at the Disney value resorts than at any other resort um, category for the most part. You just have so many different choices. The food is actually really good. I know, you know, I've I've been at Pop Century uh, with my brother and we've been like chowing down on like some meatloaf or pot roast or whatever. And we're like, this is like really right, good. Right, I like, agree. This is really good. You know, this is not just counter service good. This is really good. Um, so I feel like they sometimes have some of the better dining options. They have more options and they have, um, in my opinion, they have the better snacks to be perfectly honest, because, you know, a lot of times you, I, you know, when I've, I've gone to a deluxe resort and I'm like, I, you know, I've, I've been nearby because I've been, you know, say at the magic kingdom or whatever. And I'm like, I just really need a snack before I go home. And I'm going through and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm by the poly. Let me go there. And there's like, I mean, you go into captain cooks and they have like, two things for snacks. I'm like, oh, this stinks. Like, I really want something good. And then, you know, you go over to Pop Century and there's like 50 bajillion snacks in the in the counter for you to choose from. And I'm just like, okay, yes, this is what I want, you know? So I feel like their snack uh, options are on point at the counter service or at the, the value resorts. Um, and I, I just, I really do appreciate the fact that they have so many more great options to dine on, um, at the value resorts. Um, it just, it makes my life so much better. And they have more windows too, actually, to be perfectly honest, to check out. Right. Um, I mean, they're you know, made, they're made for families. I mean, let's be yeah. honest, like they have more stuff that's kid friendly. You know, they're going to have like a whole like bay that's pizzas, you know? Yeah. So like, I mean, almost every kid likes pizza. I mean, a lot of adults. So right. like, you know, there's going to always be like a section that's going to be like just pizzas. There's going to be a yes. section that's got chicken nuggets and burgers. Yeah. So, you know, you're covered there as a parent. Of course, you're lacking a sit down restaurant. So that's a right. negative for the value resort. You do not have any sit down dining anywhere, but you do. The thing is they have stepped up, like they have really good Mac and cheese over at art of animation at land of escape of flavors. It <laughs> rocks. Yeah. I mean, it is yeah. good. It's not craft macaroni and cheese. It's like, it's like what my grandma made. I mean, it is good. It's good yeah. stuff. So, Good stuff there. So Pam, what else can you add for the values that, that maybe they do better than some of the other places? I think one of the other things that the values do better uh, in a different way, I won't say that the, I, I'm going to talk about the shopping. I won't say that the selection is as unique as you'll find mm -hmm. as some of the other resort shopping. But when you get there to a value resort, you know that you're going to be able to go to the shop there and pick up any staple Agreed. that you need, right? There have been times when I've been looking for a magic band and they're not available in the deluxe resorts gift shop, but I go to the value or, you know what I mean? I ask someone and they call around and they're like, you know where they have them? They have them at everything pop or mm -hmm. whatever. Just some basic needs stuff they're going to have. In addition, I find that some of the, um, let's say there's like a shirt that like everyone's loving. Mm -hmm. You're going to be able to find it at a value resort, probably more likely than finding it at one of the deluxe or moderate resorts. And I always wondered like, what is that? Like Disney's great at research. So there must be some research to back this mm -hmm. up, right? And they're usually big shops too at the value resorts. Yeah. Do they find the guests that stay at a value resort actually spend more on certain kinds of souvenirs? Do they find that they're looking for these kind of things? I don't know. There has to be something behind it, but love that in that when I'm looking for something and I need to find it in one of the shops, one of the value resorts is going to have it most of the time. So one thing I'll, before we move on to the moderates, one thing I will say that is an advantage I, I see in my, I think if you've stayed there and you've gone to all three categories over the course of the years, which I have, and my wife points this out, 
the service for the most part at the value resorts, while at the end of the night can be a little bit chaotic, for the most part is pretty good at the value yeah. resorts, even compared to the moderates and the deluxes. And this is why. Say you're staying at Pop Century and you're taking a bus. There's only one stop. You just get on the bus at the front of the hotel and you you go to your destination. So at the moderates, now French Quarter excluded, but at the moderates, you're going to be doing, you know, the four stops around the perimeter of the resort because they're larger. So you don't have that at all. You don't have that at the All-Stars. You don't have that at Art of Animation or Pop. So it's just one, you get on the bus and you go. Um, so that's good. Of course, at the end of the night, again, it does get chaotic because there's a lot of people at that resort, but that also does happen at the moderates. So I, and I will say, I mean, I, this is, this is, I mean, I don't think this is a secret, but there's, there's a kind of a counterpoint to this too, is that I think the bus service, like at a pop century at art of animation, and even sometimes the all-stars is better than some of the deluxe hotels. Because a lot of times the deluxe hotels will share buses. So like, say you're staying at the beach club, you might have to do beach yacht boardwalk on that run. Sometimes even mm -hmm. Swan and Dolphin. Um, so it, it just depends. I mean, and sometimes Wilderness Lodge will go over to Fort Wilderness. But the, here's, the, here's the counterpoint to that. If you're staying at a deluxe resort, you're always going to have a second option. You're going to have a boat. You're going to be able to walk to a theme park. You're going to be able to take a Skyliner somewhere. You know, so you're, that's not going to be your only transportation option. But I will say bus service at Value Resorts is pretty darn good. I mean, it's not something to be discounted. I would say that it is, you know, I stay at Pop Century because, A, I have good bus service to the Magic Kingdom, which is key. I have Skyliner access to the studios in Epcot, which rocks, and good bus service to Disney Springs and Animal Kingdom. That is a good, I mean, leave the tie-dye cheesecake on the table, right? I like that. That's why I stay, right? And it's my jam. Like, I love 70s music. Give me the hustle and I'm good. But, I mean, there's a lot of reasons that add up, and I'm a food court kind of guy, not fancy, there's a lot of reasons why I tend to go back to pop, but the bus service is one of those reasons why combine that with the Skyliner and I'm a fan of pop. So transportation mm -hmm. that I think they do it well at the value resorts. I, you know, it's, that's a plus for me. So we've kind of got, here's, here's the thing though. So negatives to the values. So let's talk pools. The pools are adequate at the values. They're fun, right? I mean, you, the pop century, you got the hippy dippy pool with the, you know, the flowers that are shooting out right. water and you got the computer pool and, you know, the all-stars are all themed to the baseball and, the, you know, the, the piano and stuff like that. But they, they, the one thing they lack is slides. So you don't get a slide at a value hotel. You do get that once you move up to the moderates. So that's what you're getting at the moderates. Now, of course, the moderate pools are not going to be Stormalong Bay. They're not going to be the volcano pool at the Polynesian. They're not going to be the, the Keister Coaster at the Boardwalk. So it's that middle ground, right? Because they're the moderate hotels. So I would say the moderates do pools better, but worse. You know, they're, they're right there in the middle. So that's what you got to think of. So that's where I'm going to throw pools in there. So Pam, what about the moderates? What do they do better than some of the other places? Um, I think that the moderates are really great at having a theme. A recognizable, desirable theme. Not that the value resorts don't have a theme, they do. But when you think about it, so when you arrive at a Port Orleans, you know that that's some of it's like antebellum south type with the mansions or the bayou, right? In the bayou section. That's a really recognizable theme. When you're at Port Orleans um, French Quarter, again, you know what that theme is. You walk through the resorts. It's charming. It feels like you're in a really clean New Orleans. Um, it has so many things like that. 
If you go to Coronado, again, you're looking at the Southwest and that is a really identifiable theme. And if you're at Caribbean Beach, of course, you know that it's going to be like the Caribbean. When I say that Disney does a theme, it's not just related to how things look. They carry that throughout, right? So your dining is going to have that same theme. You're going to have unique dining opportunities that relate to that theme. Like at French Quarter, you're going to be able to get beignets for breakfast at their um, quick service location. You can't get those anywhere else at Walt Disney World, which right? is a, Which is a good I touch, mean, right? I mean, and I like yes. that that is unique. While I would love to have a beignet at every stand and like i'd love to be able to have one at caribbean beach if i'm staying there or corona because i love beignets man they're so good but it that's what makes french quarter special and i hate to say it but i mean that's one of the factors when i'm thinking okay where do i want to say this time what'd be kind of fun to have beignets this trip i mean that, that that's kind of a unique thing which i i, I like yeah. that they do that it is and and that's the thing too like at coronado in the towers they have that little coffee bar area that's down on that lower lower ground floor and i think that that's really unique location um it becomes sort of a bar in the afternoon evening where they have things that focus on that at caribbean beach their dining locations are very indicative of that theme right you have Shutters, you have is this shut Sebastian? Sebastian's I will call it time. <laughs> I'm gonna call it shutters for the rest of my life, right? Actually, yeah. I way you back in Sebastian. the day. I had a decent steak at Shutters way back in the day. It wasn't bad. Right? I remember that. Yeah. Hot take. And so that you get to go to Sebastian's over they're gonna have you know food that has sort of a Caribbean flair to it. Um, I love, I love that, but they also have it at the quick service. Mm -hmm. So all of those kind of unique things, you know, Disney tells a story. They do that better than anyone else in the world. And they do this through the sights, the sounds, right? The music that you're going to hear is going to contribute to that theme. The smells, the food, like we talked about the taste, all of those things. So, yeah. That's what Disney does great. So I'm going to try to say something about the theme that you just said, but I'm trying not to going to be like offensive to anybody, but here's, here's what I think. Like when it comes to the difference between the value themes and the moderate themes is that I think a lot of times for the first time guests, and again, I stay at the values all the time. So this, this is not like a blanket statement, but I think it is true for, for maybe a majority of people, but not definitely not everybody. But I think a lot of people like first timers and so forth, like they say, I want to go to Disney. Right. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times you'll tend to stay at a value hotel your first time. I mean, that's just kind of how I would do it. You know, that's exactly what I did. The first time I went down with Pam, we stayed at all star sports. I mean, the first few times we stayed at the all stars because honestly, that was all we could afford as teachers. And we didn't need anything better. We just needed a hotel. And we wanted to go to the parks. We didn't really, we only really, we were gone like from morning till night. We were never in the hotel. So it worked out great for us. But I mean, if you think about it, like I want to, if somebody comes to you and says, I want to go to Disney, think about the themes of the all-star resort. You got all the Disney sporting, yep. you know, you got all the Disney, you know, movies or music. It's all the Disney icons. You go over to pop century. You see all the Disney, like you see the Jungle Book and you see the 101 Dalmatians and you see, you know, the, the potato heads and stuff like that. And, you, you know, all the art of animation. You see Cars, Lion King, Little Mermaid. I mean, the values are like we're going to Disney. I mean, that's what it is. But then I think as you go back a second, third, fourth, fifth time, 
Maybe your taste gets slightly more sophisticated and you want to go to a geographical theme. You want to visit the Old South or French Quarter or, you know, you want to visit the Caribbean. You know, you want to have like some palm trees and, you know, some Calypso music. And that's why you go to Caribbean Beach. I don't know. I think, it, you know, and then you take it to the next level when you get to the deluxes, right? I mean, because it's really fancy and swanky. You know, you really go to the nice places. But that's something I wanted to throw in because I think a lot of times you just want to go to Disney the first time. And the value resorts take you to, I mean, they definitely hit you over the head with Disney. You know, boom, it's Disney everywhere. It's like Disney threw up on that resort. Boom, it's everywhere, you know, and, which is fun. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's Disney. I mean, it is. That's how it is. So, Ricky, what else about the mods are we thinking about here? So there's a couple of positives that I'm going to go off of. So the first one is, is I think that the rooms, it kind of goes off of, you know, what Pam was talking about, you know, more themed. The rooms are definitely more themed um, at the, in the moderates. Um, I feel like, especially with how Disney has upgraded the value resorts, you know, a lot of people think that right now they're a little sterile. Um, you know, we've seen that comment come through a, a, a fair number of times. I still enjoy the value rooms, don't get me wrong, but I think a lot of people find them to be just a little sterile. And I feel like you get a little bit less of that. You get more of the theme involved in the moderate resorts. Um, the other thing is, is it goes back to, to dining. There is usually a dedicated bar um, at the moderate resorts. I mean, yes, there are pool bars at the values, but like there's an actual like really decent bar area. It usually most of the, the moderate resorts as well. So if you're looking to grab, you know, a drink or an appetizer or whatever, you can usually do that um, in one of those places. The last thing that I'm going to mention, that's for me, a huge thing. It's a huge negative for the value resorts, but it's a nice positive for the, uh, the moderates. And then of course the deluxes is the fact that those two categories have a hot tub, which is so big. I mean, I live for hot tubs. They, Can I, I get a know, hot tub? Exactly. <laughs> At the end of the night, when I'm done like touring the park, like there is nothing better than getting in a hot tub and just relaxing and soaking my very, very tired muscles. And the fact that I can't do that at a value resort makes me very, very sad. So, um, you know, that's another really big, big thing uh, that, that kind of puts, puts the, the moderates over the values. I feel like. it's, it's one of those things, too. You know, here's the thing. I mean, while you can spend the day, obviously, at a pop century and all star sports, uh, art of animation, you could, you know, you can have a resort day and have a pool day. And I've done that, you know, many times at, at the values. I think it is very much it's easier to do once you hit the moderates and the deluxes yeah. because okay. of the opportunity for sit down dining at your resort. So take take Coronado, for example. I mean, right there, you could eat at Three Bridges. You could also, you know, the food court there is a little bit nicer than the Pop Century food court with um, El Mercado del Coronado. I mean, it's just, it's got little stations. It's just, it's a step, it's it's a food court basically, but it's like a step fancier than the Pop Century food court. You know, you got to, it's set up a little bit differently. It's a little bit fancier. You also have Maya Grill. You have Toledo's up at the top of the tower. Um, you know, you have Cafe Rick's. So you have that little, you know, you have little snacky things and sweets and, you know, you can get your refills there. But you also have Rick's Sports Bar. You could watch sports there. I mean, you could make a day easily out of Coronado. You know, the pool, the dig site pool is awesome. I mean, that's easy day. I mean, it's there's plenty to do at Coronado where, you know, at Pop Century, you have the arcade, you have the pool. Yeah. You know, and you have, I mean, that, and that could be a day. I mean, for kids, that's all you really need. I mean, shoot, when I was like eight, you tell me a pool in an arcade, I'm like, sign me up. You know, I mean, that was way better than my days at home in the summer. I mean, that's way better than in Florida. So that's totally fine. But I'm just saying, like, 
you know, as an adult, if once you get into the moderate category, it makes like a resort day much more appealing. I think, you know, just more to do, more options for dining, you know, better options. So that's what I'd say for them. And of course, the rooms are bigger. We didn't even talk about that, but they get bigger as you go through the categories and you have more options for views. You know, you now have water views where you're looking out over like a lake or a lagoon or, you know, something nice instead of like, I mean, let's face it, like it, it, it pop century, your, your best view is like the hippy dippy pool. I mean, but it, it's fun. It's exciting. <laughs> I, I always get it. I don't know why. I'm just I'm crazy. All right. So, Pam, let's go to the deluxes. Obviously, biggest rooms, biggest perk, probably location, location, location. For sure. I mean, these are the hotels. It's funny. We'll get people who come to us and are just like, I want to stay at one of the hotels that has monorail service. And you, as a travel agent, you're like, oh, man, that's really only three. And I think that because there are so many different resorts at Walt Disney World, people don't really realize the monorail doesn't go to every single one of these. But now, not only do these hotels have monorail service, they also have a walking path that can get you to the resort. Each one of them does. So I think that's a big consideration for people who really want to be in control of their own, you know, their destiny here as they're going to the Magic Kingdom. They can take the monorail or walk to the Magic Kingdom. There are also hotels within walking distance to Epcot. And let me tell you, these are a huge advantage at different times of the year. If there's any kind of festival going on, this is a great place to stay because you can walk or take the boat to Epcot from the Boardwalk, the Beach Club, and the Yacht Club. And the other bonus of those hotels is that you can also walk or take the Skyliner to Hollywood Studios by just walking to the Skyliner station right there at, um, at Epcot at that near the International Gateway entrance. Um, the Wilderness Lodge is also a deluxe resort, and it has boat transportation to the Magic Kingdom. And it's just such a fantastic resort anyways that I think that it's, it's a great choice. And finally, in the deluxe category, we have Animal Kingdom Lodge, which while it doesn't have like a specialized transportation to the Animal Kingdom, it does have bus transportation to the Animal Kingdom, and it literally takes you about four minutes to get there. I mean, it's such a quick ride. And the other huge bonus, I think, with the Animal Kingdom Lodge is, again, we talked about the theming with the moderates. The theming at the deluxe resorts is completely over the top in the best way possible. Animal Kingdom Lodge, I think, is one of the best examples of the theme being carried throughout because you can sit on your balcony and watch giraffe. I mean, what what might drop on that one? What more do you even have to say? So it's a great choice. And I would say, too, like, and and these are two of the lesser the least expensive in the deluxe categories animal kingdom lodge and wilderness lodge and i think they're two of the stronger themes in the entire category that if you're really looking for you know an immersive escape say you want to go for a weekend maybe you want to split you know you want to do pop century and then you want to end you know celebrate you know the weekend before you go home and really do it up maybe you've done the parks on the front half of the trip you just want to relax and have some resort time on the back end you know, just chilling out at Wilderness Lodge. Think about this, because you kind of mentioned it, you know, especially Animal Kingdom Lodge, though, because you could enjoy the animals. You could enjoy Jico. That's one of the other things that the deluxes have that the other ones don't. They have signature dining. While, these, while the moderates will have table service dining, which is really, really good, 
you get a step up at, at some of these um, <clears throat> deluxe resorts where you're going to get signature dining, places like Jico, but you're also going to have places like Boma. You're going to have, you know, counter service Mar. You're going to have Sana over at Animal Kingdom Lodge. But I would say, you know, if you really want to stay at the hotel, there's lots to do at a, you know, a thematic place like Animal Kingdom Lodge or Wilderness Lodge. Because think about it, if you stayed at Wilderness Lodge for the weekend, you know, you could have you could have a meal at uh, Whispering Canyon. You got Artist Point. You could chill out at Territory Lounge or Geyser Point on a nice night. How awesome is that? Enjoy the Florida weather. Have some apps, some drinks. The pool there is incredible. The kids have an awesome slide. I mean, you got the geyser going off. If you want, you can go to the parks, ride a boat. And you're right there at the Magic Kingdom. You know, a lot of, you know, I'll say the Wilderness Lodge doesn't have great bus service, but I mean, you know, a lot of pluses. I mean, there are, there's always going to be pluses and minuses, but it, you know, great rooms. I mean, it's just, the Wilderness Lodge is a great place to go to, to stay for the weekend. I mean, you're, especially at Christmas too, by the way. Yeah. Oh, the Definitely. holidays, it's just like a... Oh, the holidays, the deluxe resorts take it to the next oh, level. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Especially yeah. Wilderness Lodge, not grand. Right. Yeah, the grand. So right. what, what else are we talking about for the deluxes that you're thinking of, Ricky? I think the biggest thing for me is the fact that the deluxe resorts are the ones that have the interior hallways, um, which, you know, make a huge difference. Um, you know, it definitely feels a little more upscale because of that. Um, and also, I mean, yes, your chances of hearing, you know, people running past your door are much less uh, in, in, a, in a deluxe resort. Um, and also the, the rooms are a little uh, quieter. You know, I've definitely, you know, some of the values, eh, I've heard, I've heard, you know, some toilet flushes and things like that occasionally. So, you I, I, know. Sw I swear, I swear it happens most on marathon weekends when you got to go to bed, you know, and you got to get up at two <laughs> 30. It's like, Oh man, quit flushing the toilet. Your chances of hearing a toilet flush are a little less than a, at a deluxe resort. Right. So, <laughs> Wait, are, but, uh, you, are you saying people that stay in deluxe resorts don't go to the bathroom? I, I'm not saying that at all. But, you know, <laughs> uh, I just, I feel like uh, you hear it a little less. So, you know, there's definitely that um, aspect too. Uh, I feel like the beds are maybe a little cushier at the, um, you know, deluxe resorts too. Uh, so it's just a little more plus, let's put it that way, inside the rooms. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it is just, and I think the toiletries are a little better um, usually. Too, so. What about the toilet paper? Is that I thing? knew that was where that was going. <laughs> <laughs> toilet paper is probably definitely a little better. I mean, heck, I've been to the Grand Floridian and they stamped the Grand Floridian. I like, know, logo seriously, I know, I know, I know. I took a picture I of was it. Like, this I, has to be the coolest, weirdest thing I've ever seen in my entire no. life. It has the Grand Floridian <laughs> logo on the toilet paper. Yeah, cool. I know because I, I stayed there with the girls last August before that cruise, and I told, I was like, I went into the bathroom, I was like. Cause I left my phone out, out in the main room. I was like, Paige, give me my phone. She's like, what do you need your phone for in the bathroom? Like, I just need my phone. Give me my phone. I'd take a picture of the toilet paper. She's like, I don't know what she's taking a picture <laughs> of, but I don't want to be any part of this. That was the weirdest thing for your stepdad to say, but yeah, it was like, got crazy. But I took a picture of that. Um, and also Kathy in the live chat, she says, also got to love having a balcony, which you can That's have in a, in a deluxe. Now I will say, um, you can do the poor man's balcony at Pop Century if you want. I mean, I have seen people taking advantage of those. That's that's what I call that's it. That's true too. Yes, I, exactly. I've sat out there in a hurricane actually and held yeah. onto the rail in Hurricane yeah. Charlie back in the day, like 2004. That was that was an exciting day. Um, and, and Len also says if he was doing a non-park vacation, he would stay at one of the lodges. So Wilderness that's Lodge, nice. Animal yeah. Kingdom Lodge. Yeah. Kathy's going to be at Copper Creek in June. I'm very jealous. Oh, that's nice very nice one of the things also that we didn't mention about the deluxe hotels kind of a big perk one of the newer ones those evening hours that are exclusive to deluxe resort guests i mean pam we're hearing amazing things about this and actually 
I've had guests and more than one that have like reworked their vacation so that, okay, on that night where this, where they're having deluxe, you know, exclusive hours for deluxe guests, I'm going to make sure that I'm in a deluxe hotel for just that night. So I'm going to split, you know, I'm going to make sure I'm out of pop century that night and I'm going to go over to boardwalk for that night. And really, you know, and the thing is you can, you can swim in the pool that day and your, you know, your check-in day and your checkout day. So you can make it a real, you know, it's not just for that, that experience in the park that night, you can make it more, you know, kind of a 36 hour thing. Yeah, for sure. And you're right. The feedback's been fantastic. People have said, you know, this actually made it so worth for me to stay in the deluxe resort because I got to experience these evening nighttime hours and there was hardly anybody there. I didn't wait for like any of the attractions. And I love hearing that. I love hearing that Disney is finding a way to reward some of their guests by, especially the ones staying at an on-site hotel, because that's a win-win for everyone. You're sort of surrounded by that Disney magic, you know, the whole time. And there is a difference in that. I mean, there is something to be said about the Disney service and the Disney product and what you're experiencing. But then to have access to this kind of benefit, which is something that you usually would have to pay for, I think you can see that as a real value in terms of that too. I think that sometimes people don't place enough of a value on their time, sometimes on vacation. And this really allows you, I think, to have the rest of your time be more relaxed because if you're able to go to one of those evening hours at Magic Kingdom, Think about the things you're going to be able to get done or crossed off the list that when you're back there at another day during your vacation, things don't feel quite so frenzied. Things don't feel like, you know, you don't feel this pressure there, right? Because you've got so much done and the same goes for evening hours at Epcot. So something to consider. All right. Well, hey, that was fun. I mean, because really, and the thing is, like we said at the top of the show, it's really the goal of the trip as to where you might land. And, you know, I stay at the deluxes sometimes. I mean, Usually it's a split stay. I don't tend to stay there for the entire, you know, week long, but I'll do it for a splurge at the end. The moderates are typically where I land, but you know, like I said, I'm going down last minute for the spring surprise by myself. And I had to kind of ask permission at the last minute. Like, do you care if I go down? Cause I told I wasn't going to go and cause we're going down for cheerleading and I'm staying at a holiday Inn at Disney Springs for that. So that'll be a whole nother show. I promise you on that. I didn't book that. That was the cheer moms. But, you know, it's one of those things. It's just me. Last minute, Pop Century works great. Transportation's the key for a race weekend for me. I mean, and I know Pop Century, and it's got what I need. So it's it's the goal of the trip. But, I mean, there's just, I love kind of breaking it down. And I think as Disney fans, if you're spending time listening to our show, you're going to be analytical like this, right? You're going to look at, well, what would my kids like? Are they picky eaters? Well, if they're picky eaters and you need quick food, a food court is important, you know, so you might look at a value. But I mean, then again, like, okay, do my kids want a slide? Uh, maybe Caribbean Beach, they have a good food court too, and I'll get a slide there. Coronado's got a great pool. You know, he's got the Jaguar slide over at the dig site, and they got a great food court. So it is kind of like you got to, and I know like a lot, and I know a lot of our listeners do this because I do the Monday trip reports with, with a lot of you guys. And a lot of times you'll send me your Excel spreadsheet with all the columns and the colors. And I'm like, holy cow, <laughs> like our listeners are analytical. They break things down. So I know you probably think about this and, you know, we're hopefully you're maybe we're taking you on. You're you're listening to us on a run or you're doing chores and, you know, it's making you kind of think about that next trip. Like what's important? Do you need that slide? Do you really want to go all in and have that thematic 
I want to have two or three resort days where I'm outside the parks and I'm actually on vacation. I'm not running myself into the ground at the Magic Kingdom doing 17 attractions in five hours, you know, because that's going to be where a deluxe resort really shines. So hopefully we just had some fun. And maybe, you know, if nothing else, we had 35 minutes of fun resort talk and we got to escape for a little bit. Got to, got to get outside the news cycle and just talk about our favorite place. So either way, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget, we are soliciting your questions. The craziest, most weird questions for a future listener question show. So if you have a crazy question you've always wanted answered when it comes to Walt Disney World trip planning or just Walt Disney World in general, send those to me at Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Just put crazy question in the header, or you can hit us up on social media on Twitter. Just put the hashtag BOGPCQ for crazy question, and we'll uh, keep track of those. We'll get to those here in a few weeks. And that will be a fun show. I promise you that. So get those in as soon as you can. Don't forget today's show is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next trip, whether it's to a value, moderate, or deluxe Walt Disney World Resort. We can also help you out with Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, and even Adventures by Disney. Just drop by themagicforless.com today. Fill out that free, no obligation quote form, and we'll take great care of you from there. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online, BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. That really does help us out. And also, thank you to our patrons who support us each and every month. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get a bonus show every month, every week, actually, called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to get in on that, come on over to Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Also, you can follow uh, Ricky on the social media at Ricky Nibs. You can follow Pam at TMFLT Pam. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike on Instagram and Twitter. And subscribe to the show on Facebook and YouTube to search for the Be Our Guest podcast. Also, please do uh, give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. We'd sure appreciate that. And thank you to everyone who has already left a rating and review. That is very, very kind of you. Thank you so much for that. One more thing. Don't forget this Sunday night. 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. It's our live call-in show. You can join us. It's you, me, and Scotty G. We'll take your calls, and we'll turn another place in Epcot into a sports bar. You know, basically is what we'll do. No, we won't do that, but we'll talk about the latest news of the week. We'll take your calls and get your feedback and just have a good time. And we'll play 5 and 10, Disney 5 and 10 again, which maybe we'll have to play next week with Ricky and Pam and put them in the hot seat and see how that goes. So we'll try. Maybe next week. It's a lot of fun. But until we get back together again on Monday, until Sunday night, too, when we're live, you guys have a great weekend. So for Ricky and Pam, I'm Mike saying stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.